Mission with Jonesy and Amanda. I'm going to ask you this. What do Oprah, Leonardo DiCaprio and Natalie Portman have in common? They've all sampled Mark Olive. They have. Mark Olive has cooked for all of them. He is Australia's most celebrated indigenous, indigenous chef. He's got a successful business. He's got a cookbook. He had a series called Outback Cafe. He's going to be doing some online cooking classes. I had the pleasure of working him, with him recently through the living room, and I thought any chance to talk to this man mm. is a great thing. Mark, hello. Amanda, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. In the fridge here at work, I've still got that delicious thing that you made on the night I saw you that was made with bush plums, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, the Illawarra plum, that's right. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Amanda's always saying, you had anyway, some of Mark's plums. Are you trying all of the herbs, Amanda? Look, I haven't so far, yeah. but I was very interested on that night because all the, the stuff, you can get it anywhere. It's not like, you you know, this stuff can grow on the side of the road even. Yeah, some of it does too, and it's just there to be utilised, and we just don't see it half of the time, and that's the problem, you know. Yeah. But um, it's great that you know you gave me that opportunity, Amanda, to showcase that on there because the you know the feedback that comes back from when people experience uh, the food, and I think it was just like yourself, you were so surprised, but not only that, enjoyably surprised, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, why is it that your products and your show and all this stuff? Mm. Has has made a real made really big inroads in Europe and the states and places like that where they are fascinated by this, but not so much in Australia. We don't think to include this in our food; these indigenous ingredients. Yeah, it is a bit of a quandary. I've been doing this for what over thirty odd years now, and coming from the Illawarra coast, did a lot of foraging down here in the late seventies, eighties, and um, things like the warrigal greens and um, the lovely lemon myrtle. Mm. Um, Overseas people see this as, you know, Australian uh, native tucker, you know, and this is what should be our native cuisine. But people overseas, they've got that palate for something different. They want to experience other flavours. And um, this is so unique. And it's just a pity our own country hasn't caught up with the rest of the world that are just chomping at the bit to try something new because it is new food for them. I like that lemon myrtle. That's good. Oh, it's great, isn't it, Jonesy? Yeah. Like that real lemony flavour. And yeah. It's a lovely, lovely leaf from a tree. Um, it grows up around the northern rivers of New South Wales. It's a backhousier tree. That's where it originated from. Mm. So up there you've got the lemon myrtle, you've got the aniseed myrtle, and also there's a cinnamon myrtle, which is really nice, that I put in an ice cream, which gives it a nice pop. But you find it around Byron, um, you know, Ballina, Nimbin, Coolangatta, and I'm sure the hippies try to smoke that too. Of but course. Anyway, <laughs> but this is, um, this is the stuff that you say, you, you put it in with your roast chook, just mm. make it your everyday food. Exactly. Just a little bit of lemon myrtle in there. Gives it that little bit of a lemony pop and it's a nice, soft lemon. That's the good thing about uh, lemon myrtle. It's not that harsh, bitter, citrusy bite you get. It's a nice, soft lemon with that aromatic flavour of lemon. What am I doing? You probably smell it. Yeah. I, I, when a man is grinding up her herbs, you can always smell that. Um, <laughs> when, with kangaroo, I, I've cooked it a few times. You know, you get it from the little woolies thing, but I always muck it up. I, because you, you don't, how long do you cook it for? Well, look, the best way to cook kangaroo, the best part of the kangaroo I'll find is the tail fillet. So it's the bit that just sits above the tail. You've got the loin fillet, which is quite good, and the rump's always good anyway. Right. But um, the best part is uh, the tail fillet. Brush it down with a little bit of oil. Pat all of the uh, moisture off at first because um, it's a very lean meat. A little bit of olive oil, a little bit of macadamia nut oil, that will soak that flavour up. And then I make a mix, a duke mix. And 
Put that aside, fry it on a very hot griddle, uh, no more than a minute on each side, because you're looking at about 100 grams for each fillet, um, very quick on either side, on a rack with a little bit of water underneath, um, into a preheated oven, 180 degrees, no more than eight minutes, take it out, let it relax, give it a bex and a lie down, and it'll be fine. Mm. It'll have that lovely pinch you through it, and... Um, It'll, it'll be nice and moist. Because I always found an extraordinary in our country, we can eat our coat of arms. Mm. Great, isn't it? Right. Has, has anyone made a taduck and, you know, they have the taduck and has anyone put a kangaroo into an emu? Is that a, is that a thing or is that going too far? Oh, no. That could be the next thing. For, that, could, you know, that could be a new olive thing. <laughs> that could be something. <laughs> With an ibis grated on top. <laughs> what would you call it? I don't know what you'd call it. An abomination. An emaru. This is a thing. We went on the ground level. Uh, Mark, it's a treat to talk to you. To find out more, head to blackolive.net.au. Mark Olive, thank you. Thank you. And you guys have a great day. And all the listeners out there, you have a great day too. Oh, take care, Mark. With Jonesy and Amanda.